1: be talking about the topic of mental health and teenagers and when parents get a wake-up call for their teenagers. And I have two special guests. This is a really cool opportunity. I have a high school senior who's going to be graduating within the week. And her mother, who is in the country and has been here for over six months, And I'll tell you a little bit about why we're doing this podcast, and then I'll introduce Mara and her mother. So this is a really good question to ask yourself as parents and as teenagers is, what is your purpose? What is your child's purpose? What do you care about? Do you view your child as an object that is meant to make you look good and You want them to achieve and accomplish, and you know, no matter what the cost to their mental health or to their physical health, just to make you look good, be a star athlete, be a star student, go to the best college, win beauty contests. You know, what do you think matters for your child? And do you care more about what they do or who they are? And do you care more about their achievements or their health? And then asking teenagers to think about what do you think gives you value? And do you care more about how you look, how you perform, what you achieve, or who you are and how you treat people and how healthy you are and how balanced your life is? So sadly, I think even some parents with good intentions, possibly, they may not be healthy (laughs) intentions, but... They might be good intentions. They say, oh, I want my child to make the best grades or have the most successful life. But they forget the toll that can take on their health. Some parents would say, you know, if you have to stay up till 4 a.m. every night studying to make an A, you should do that. I don't really care if you're unhealthy and sick and, you know, develop anxiety or depression or stomach issues or headaches. Just run yourself ragged. So Mara is here as um, an 18 year old, basically high school graduate. I met her about three years ago and she is a boarding student from China and it's really cool to have her mother here today. And she's gonna say a few things and maybe ask a few questions, share her perspective, some in Chinese, some in English. She's been learning English. She's done an amazing job learning English so quickly. So I just want to welcome Mira and her mother, thank you for being here. Thank you, we're very glad to be here sharing the
2: topic related to things that I think a lot of people should be focusing on. I mean, I don't want to overgeneralize that a lot of parents are not caring about it, but we just want to spread the message that, you know, we do need to take care of it because it's part of our
1: life and what we have to face. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, we're very happy to be here. Well, I am so happy when people like you are brave enough to share your story and try to help people learn from you know, all the hard work you've done and maybe the mistakes you've made or mm-hmm. the the new epiphanies or ideas that have changed your life and helped you get mm-hmm. healthier. So, could you maybe just share a little bit about your story, like maybe, what your perspective was like in the past and how that's changed. You know, perfectionism, I know, is something we've talked about. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure. Um, could you just talk about maybe your lowest point and then where you are now and kind of what helped you get there? Okay. So I think starting off, I
2: didn't, I wasn't really a perfectionist as like from the start. Mm-hmm um i'm i'm pretty sure i was not otherwise you know like i i can totally stand my room as a mess sometimes so i know i'm <laughs> not <laughs> so but then um i guess it's just like when i first started to focus on being trying to st- strike for perfect perfection is after getting to know that how pressure it is to or how much load of work you have to put in in order to be perfect.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well not only, you know, trying to look at, you know, when you go to school, what kind of car do you drive, or just even going to a good college or having a high paid work that pays you like, I don't know, ten thousand like a year or something. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's something that people strikes for. And I know that after seeing all these people around me, well, part of it being like strike for perfectionism is actually peer pressure because I see a lot of people around me, you know, doing all these stuff, so like going to extracurricular and like go to like just do, do stuff that makes you look extra good. Not only just maybe you can get you on brand new nose, but mm-hmm. in, in the academic wise, you're like working your butt off trying to mm-hmm. strike an A and that kind of stuff. So that's how it kind of gets started because I don't. I think part of our tradition is that you don't want be you don't want to start late. You always mm. want to be ahead. Mm. And also, like if you're like we're always afraid that we're losing. Well, imagine this is a running race. You don't want to trip yourself at the starting line mm-hmm. while other people are just running and then striking for the first one. And we don't want to like like just trip ourselves in the starting line, so we get get behind. That's the thing we don't want to get behind.
1: Always want a head start. Yeah,
2: always want to head start. You know, it's like like I think we're not like even satisfied if we're like going pace to pace with others. Mm-hmm. We always want to go far, like go like run for the first one, strike for the best one, and that's part of it. So that's how this whole perfectionism started. Mm-hmm. I mean, now thinking about it, it's not just like. Purely perfectionism. It's mm-hmm. it's just like it's just like trying, Achievement or yeah, competition. Yeah, it's like it's really about like trying whatever, like extremely, even just throwing what you have into something that you have to achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, like you mm-hmm. just yeah. So that's you know part of it how it started. I kind of feel like this background is a little bit needed to explain how this you know happens. Mm-hmm. So I think to answer the question that how does my perspective change? Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly, I don't know now if it's it's part of because of senior slide, which is happening right now, (laughs) or is it just because my, well, I think mostly it's just because we're not striking for that because we know the consequence. It's more kind of like, you know, it's like in your investment, how much do you invest that can actually pay your back? Mm. And we found out that, you know, we invest a lot, like everything I ever have into it. But then we're achieving and we notice that we are not the cleverest people on mm. this planet. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can just, you know, you know, study for one hour and boom, they will slay the test. Mm-hmm. Well, not for me. And I, I know that's not for a lot of people because a lot of people are ordinary people. Like we're not smart and
0: you I mean,
1: we are.
2: Yeah, you but, are smart. But yeah. yeah, but but we have. We are not like you know, genius. You yeah, know, that kind of. Yeah, you know, we have to work hard. So, knowing that and knowing that, I have. I think part of it, I know. I my perspective changes because I know, I've tried my best. I well, maybe not just my best. Like I literally put everything I have into it and trying to, be the one that I want to be. But then I found out that, you know, even though I do this, I'm still, well, it's not for comparison, but I'm still not the best student. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I'm still not the best person. Mm-hmm. Or I'm still not the best looking one. Because some people are just genetic lot win, you know, that kind of stuff. Lotto so, win, Did yeah. you
1: say? <laughs> so
2: like I think I think knowing that and knowing that I have tried and have strike for the best that I wanted to mm-hmm. be and viewing the consequence after it.
1: Mm-hmm. And we will ask ourselves, you know, is it worth it? Mm, that's a good question. Is it worth it? Like, yeah. what price do I have to pay yes. to get this? Mm-hmm.
2: And in this case, we we paid a lot. I mm. mean, like, um, like, not just health problem, like whether it's physical or it's mental or like staying up so late to, mm-hmm. just to study for one test that will potentially rack your grade if you don't do well. It's not just like that, it's more kind of like your life, your priority, it's all about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. in this case, because I'm a student, so it's studying, Mm -hmm. but I believe that, you know, in other cases, it's probably the job you want to be or Mm -hmm. the promotion you want to get, Mm -hmm. or like even just like, you know, like you're trying to achieve, you're trying to achieve a gold medal if you're like a marathon runner. Like and also like even I know that even though I tried my best, mm-hmm. I, I'm still not gonna be the one who broke the record or who won a gold medal because we're just not that t- type are of people. You designed for that, yes. yes. And I so understanding that and understanding the cost of it really changed my perspective because after all I've done in the past three years, I've seen myself, you know, in that position, and I will just ask myself. I know what I give up, and I know I give up a lot. Mm-hmm. If I yes. can go back in time, I probably won't do it. At, at because, Well, I have to admit, well, I, first of all, I'm a kind of extreme person. It's either I have it all, or I don't even want to have it. Or like, kind of all like, or nothing. All or nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. part, of, part of my personality, which I'm trying to change right now. Hmm. Good for you. Yeah, but... Yeah, I yeah, that kind of relates to perfectionism because I, I'm always on the everything spectrum. Right. So like, now I'm kind of on the non-spectrum. But
1: when yeah. did your father use that example? That's a beautiful example of a healthy perspective.
2: Um, so like
1: I think when I had this
2: whole mental, you know, depression and anxiety for the past three years, he keep telling the same story. And I mean like each time he will say this. And I'll get annoyed because even though I try I know this and mm-hmm. even though I understand it it's not my logic problem mm-hmm. it's it's more of the I couldn't change it problem mm. you know like I understand whatever would what, like everything he said and I understand that he's he's right you know I had to I have to admit that but it's more kind of like I couldn't have the ability to change it because I'm I'm like sometimes you go all the way down and you couldn't even turn back you know you're like you're putting everything in it, and even though you now you're gonna lose, you're still gonna do it because, you know, it's like you're like first of all, you're on the extreme track already, and second, like you don't we don't want to turn around and said okay, like stop that because at that time you're just crazy about you know what you can get. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's what kind of like you know my that's like my low point mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's such a refreshing perspective. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and I know there are some cultural factors in China that are unique. I mean, you were mentioning before we recorded, you Mm -hmm. know, there's type A people from all cultures, but Mm -hmm. the competitive, you know, achievement orientation of China can cause a lot of pressure. And I had a teenager in my office yesterday that was so stressed about math. She just math is her worst subject. And would you really tell that person to stay up all night studying and lose sleep when it's like I can only do so well in math? My brain yes. just doesn't comprehend that. Whereas someone else, it might mm-hmm. be history or mm-hmm. something. Um, so, um, mom, any thoughts you have on that?
0: 我觉得这个事情就是有一个特别明显的地方，就是中国的它，嗯，一个环境。那焦虑感特别强 so part of what she's
2: saying that, you know, we we do have to acknowledge the fact that we have more population in China than the United States Mm -hmm. or than a lot of countries. Just imagine India. Mm -hmm. We are both competitive in every subject, not only like in every way. It's not just like job or work. It's not about school anymore. It's just overall about the resources you're going to get
0: mm-hmm. you know
2: it's it's more kind of done to earth if you don't earn this much money you you're starving because there's so many people who are probably better than you that if you just you know if you don't perform your best or give out your best people are just, you know, gonna step over you and then go achieve like go over you, you know.
1: So almost to use your race analogy, yeah. mm-hmm. if you're running a race and there's, you know, a hundred thousand people running in the race and they only give a thousand prizes, that means that ninety nine thousand won't get a prize. So like at all. Like and, and that's reality. I mean in
2: the United States it's probably like some same same but less competitive. Right. But there's still com competitions, you mm-hmm. know, even just in school. Like people have to have competition to kind of give yourself mm-hmm. a motive to go, you know. But then in China, it's kind of overloaded. Mm-hmm. And in some places, like very, like not overlaid. Like, So mm. what she's saying is that when when this kind of things happen, which we have to face in our daily life, and we do want to acknowledge that it's it's not just a cultural problem. It's not even a problem. It's just a circumstance that everybody is facing. It's, it's more kind of like,
1: you know, it's kind of like you have to give up and eat breakfast too it's almost a survival game like Mm -hmm. it's it maybe isn't always oh kids I won't be proud of you if you don't do well it's if you don't do well you may not have food yes
2: I mean like sometimes it's that case and sometimes I I feel like this like the survival kind of leads to the general anxiety or the general trying to find a quick way to be successful Mm. it's like kind of you know it's like intercausing each other. Yeah, you know. multiple factors yeah, mul- that play yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And then we do so what she's saying is that when this happened, because our topics today is more kind of teenager and families and all that, mm-hmm. it's important for the parents not to put the pressure spread in more. Mm-hmm. So You know, I think, like, you know, we do know that everybody has to face it, but Mm -hmm. what's making it worse is because the parents are spreading that anxiety
1: more instead of, like, Mm -hmm. helping to support each other to succeed, to succeed. So that's... you agree as a parent that the parents are making the anxiety worse?
2: Yeah, if if they did not cooperate it well. What do you mean? So, like, for example, like... Um, I mean, we don't want to touch in politics right right now, mm-hmm. but still. So, for example, after the COVID hit, every country is facing some kind of financial loss, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like people have been stopped working. We have quarantine and, you know, we have shutting down and everybody is yeah. starting to come back to business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just European or Asian or like Americas. It's like all over mm-hmm. the globe. Mm-hmm. It's like globalized. Yeah. And some countries were struck harder than the other country or some countries, you know. So, I mean, like, and then we're going back to the highest population, and highest competition in China, because it's it's part of a survival game already Yeah. that COVID is actually making it worse. Right. So, mm-hmm. for example, if, you know, someone who's losing their job because of COVID because back there back during that time a lot of the service were kind of shut down because for example if you were like running a dining hall or you're running a restaurant yeah that's like the hardest you know you're gonna get because nobody's coming Mm -hmm. and you're not making money so at that time you're stressful Mm -hmm. and you're you have more anxiety Mm -hmm. or potentially depression you know and then when you come back home and you found out that your children are not succeeding as you always wish them do, mm-hmm. that outside factor and the already inside factor yes. is gonna make this whole family more anxious. Right. And as we said before, that children are the or teenagers or whatever is the you know identified patient mm-hmm. that they're purely the ones who's showing the signs. Right. So that's that's you can that's how you can tell this family is sick. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean when they didn't cooperate it well because they bring their their anxiety into the family more and then miss like attribute it to the children's mm-hmm. fault. I mean mm-hmm. not not in yeah. like not in every case. I'm just saying it might be this in might some happen. Cases, yeah, and, so this child
1: has a problem, yeah. but really it's a sign that the family. Is yeah, it's, a it's a,
2: yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's not just physical ones such as losing a job or like not having financial income Sometimes it's just parents are already overloaded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody has their own problem mm-hmm. Teenagers, children, mm-hmm. older people, parents mm-hmm. yeah, or, you know, it's not just like, like physical or like, you know, like problem mm-hmm. It's like more mental problem and physical problem, Mm -hmm. and they come back home and you found out that everything is just, you know, not good,
1: so. Yeah, no, it's it's great that you both touched on that point because mm -hmm. that's something we studied in graduate school is how there can be an identified patient that looks like, oh, this child has an anger problem, or this child is, Mm -hmm. you know, not studying and failing, or this child has an eating disorder and they're, you know, weigh 80 pounds, Mm -hmm. but really that child is sounding an alarm, like a wake-up call, Mm -hmm. and really the real problem might be my parents fight all the time, or my father has a terrible drinking problem or we are getting
2: divorced yeah or like we're losing money we're broke yeah Or like yeah yes. know, it, it can't yeah. yeah like i think that's you know part of it is just because everybody has their own problem right now mm-hmm. during this days mm-hmm. and covid is making it harder right so naturally when we're in quarantine or in shutdown, because people are socialized people. We mm-hmm. as human, we need groups, and in during of course during COVID, we have less group community. We have less sense of you know mm-hmm. people supporting each other. So people are getting more anxious mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And then we have all the other problems that's adding up to it, which just yeah. make it worse. So we're you know we so we just find out that okay everything is kind of sidetracked.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and, and especially um, in the family
2: household, uh-huh. and in the like a low in a small scope, like in a small uh-huh. radius, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting it's influencing you more because you're not getting out and spreading your anxiety to other people. You're just gonna you know digest it by yourself, and, and it was in your Drink family. Coffee. Yeah, Yeah, during COVID or during isolation, Mm -hmm. or even just until now, because people are not just going to spread out anger to some other strangers, you
0: know. Mm And we kind of noticed that. So that's how it gets worse, because you start with the family, Mm -hmm. and then you bring
2: it to work. When you're working, you have all the other people, too. And then the working become the society, the society become mm-hmm. this culture and this nation. That's how it kind of
1: spreads out into bigger and bigger circles.
2: And then it come back was because and then you know you think about it, it spread out, and then you come back because the society is anxious, your your like nation is anxious, your working place is anxious you are anxious and you come back to the family being anxious and then family spread it out again wow it just
1: builds on itself it's a vicious cycle so so eventually
2: you are sick so like Mm -hmm. you as an individual wow yeah so i mean like that's that's so my mom says like it's kind of like it's kind of like um like yeah, survival you, you of the fittest because mm-hmm. yeah. like the the weakest one in the family, which mm-hmm. is usually people older people day, or children, yeah. are mm-hmm. the ones who's more more exposed to mental illness. in In this case, mm-hmm. not only physical other like mm-hmm. you know factors or just like COVID, for example, COVID mm-hmm. had older people because they are older. They don't their immune system wasn't you know it's like it's fading when they're getting old. Mm-hmm. Same with the mental health issues during COVID. I mean, we're um we're kind of sidetracked a little bit, mm-hmm. but in this case, teenager in the family or children in the family are the vulnerable ones because they're not, you know, you know, they're not like their parents who have a uh, developed frontal lobe that mm-hmm. until like not developing until twenty five. That's right. Or I think it is. Yeah. Or yeah. like you know, like you're coping mm-hmm. maturely or even wisely. Mm-hmm. So that's why we think that children are the identified patient, Mm. especially during this Mm -hmm. period of time, because even though we kind of recover from COVID and everything's acting normal, but that thing still stick in, Mm. that we're trying to get rid of. And I mean, America is doing a good job because first of all, you have less people. Right, right, less competition. Yeah, less competition already to start Mm -hmm. off with. And then second, like you know there's less quarantine, so mm-hmm. like you know people are not you know trapped in the small place, mm-hmm. that household conflicts getting exaggerated and then coming back, but it stays in the household that makes it makes it worse because it's not circulating mm-hmm.
1: over it's just within yeah. the cycle. Can you all talk a little bit about yeah. the mental health like? you know, in your own journey, whether it was more depression or anxiety or a mix. And then this is an interesting statistic that you may not have heard. And I'm, I think it's either four or seven years. It's been a little while since I read this, but mm-hmm. the, the reason I bring it up is I've had teenagers before say, I have been begging my parents for four years to give me medicine or to get me therapist, and they would say, "Oh, you're fine. What you're feeling is normal. This isn't a big deal." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and they would were very bitter and angry at their parent for not getting them help sooner. And so they were surprised when they heard that the average parent, again, I can't remember if it was four or seven years, but it may take a while. So can you talk about your experience and also, you know, mom, how you felt, Mm -hmm. you know, when Mara first was saying, I'm having psychological stress and mental health problems and I need to go see a counselor, like how that was for you and all that.
2: I mean, to start off with, I know a lot of p- friends has been, I have a lot of friends who has been really begging their parents to actually, you know, give permission to have, like, because if you're under the age of 18, you can't really do a lot of things. Right. Like, and then when the parents say no, that's basically a no, you're not getting any help whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, but in our case, I'm, I'm pretty sure my mom has some hesitation which is normal because you are starting a medicine
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you're starting a counseling
1: mm-hmm.
2: Um which I understand and I think a lot of people are like you know doing like having a hard start because it's not only that you're taking this medicine but then you're also considering whatever that comes after it mm-hmm.
0: so so, to start off,
2: with, I mean, like when we know this problem, mm-hmm. most because I'm here and my mom is in remote in another country, mm-hmm. so it's kind of different. But still, when when we were when my parents first know that I have to go to counseling or I have to come to see you, which because the school has to tell them yes. for me to come to see you, the school
1: was worried yeah. and referred you here. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and then. And then like starting off the medicine even but then we know we kind of calm down i mean every everybody is feared of the unknown which mm-hmm. is normal because it's just who we are and then but if we think about it after that fear kind of go away mm-hmm. that when we're having a cold we eat cold Cold drop, you know, cold, like you oh, know, when cup, you're sick yeah. with a cold, you yeah. take a yeah. cough drop, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah. So, like, when you like in this case, it's more kind of a, a problem mm-hmm. that's like very realistic and it's just there in between you. Mm-hmm. So, whether you're rationally trying to solve this or you're aggressively trying to ignore it, yeah would cause a difference and in in this case in our family case we choose to solve it because we know it's going to stick if we don't solve it Mm. which is a simple logic but when you're overriding by these whole emotional and all these fear and all that people just ignore that problem and then just go with the emotions yeah but then in this case, we, you know, we have to admit that we hesitated before. We mm-hmm. fear about what's going to happen. We don't know what's going on because it's kind of new to the family. Yeah. But then, like, on the flip side, it's kind of like you were having a newborn baby in the family. Mm. You just have to you know, you have to change this diaper.
1: You've mm-hmm. got a new situation you've yeah. never been in, and yeah.
0: you have to just face it and try it. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. My mom says as parents,
2: like she she thinks that, like, the first thing that came to her mind is that she has to support me as much as possible and then cooperate with me, my you know, my psychiatrist and my psychologist, mm-hmm. which is you. Mm-hmm. So that's what comes to her mind first when she knows she knows that we are having a new issue right now. Mm-hmm. So and that's what she thinks a lot of parents should be doing after that fear kind of goes away or that whole emotional state goes away. But that some people never move out of it. So that's why they couldn't face the problem. They don't move out past the fear? Yeah, they don't move they they don't move well, yeah, they have the fear and then it was like there's no way it's happening. And then there's like, well no, I don't want to admit it. And then so so it's like emotional state in general, and then solving the problem is the next
0: step. So I think my
2: mom is saying that hardest, the hardest thing for parents to do, especially when you're in grow up in culturally com- com- competitive mm-hmm. things, is that uh, um, accepting and admitting that my child is like fa- failing, like failing, like struggling, feeling. like yeah, failing, struggling. I mean, what we value success is different, but like in this case, you it's hard for parents to actually accept whether it's mentally or physically or admit that they're uh, not thriving they're not, not they're not doing they're not functioning properly oh. and in most cases well the reason why they don't want to admit it is first peer pressure you know a lot of people are stepping over you if you fall they, mm-hmm. they're not caring about you
1: like they my ju- child's going to get behind yeah. if they fall down mm-hmm.
2: yeah That that's first of all and second of all I think also in United States we care about more mental health and in also in European countries, mostly because it's less competitive competitive because mm-hmm. we, we have the resources to care mm-hmm. about these things. But then when you're doing when you're in a competitive country which everybody thinks is go, go go, it's gonna be different because we don't have the resources or the time or like the energy to kind of care about it, which make a mental disease a like un, unrated like you know underlying mm,
1: it's same. unaddressed or yeah. it's not dealt
2: with well it's not dealt with because people are trying to hide that we don't have mental health right. problems but i know china is one of the largest you know population of suicides like you know happening each mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. you know year by year so we definitely do Right. But people just don't want to. Like,
1: They're pushing it down. yeah. And it really does take so much courage to face the issues. Mm-hmm. Like for you all, it was kind of a leap of faith and kind of scary to start therapy and to have your daughter start therapy and medication. And it's it takes a lot of courage and was very brave. Uh, but once you all gave it a try, you mm-hmm. realized it was helpful and it's worth doing?
0: Yes. Oh, okay, I
2: didn't hear. And so you don't also part of the, the problem, as she mentions, mm-hmm. well, we definitely do feel like the therapies are, like the therapies, the, the medicine
0: mm-hmm. are actually mm-hmm. helping. Mm-hmm.
2: And part of what she mentioned is that I think maybe because in China, people think when you're having mental health issues, you are thinking about psychiatrical issues, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. psychopaths or like severe like
1: schizophrenia yeah
2: or like you know that kind of you know like
1: instead like, of more common like, just yeah, life and, stress yeah and or and like depression. anti-social
2: disorder yeah or like you know like yeah. or like like you know dismissive like personality that kind of disorder yeah so it's i think they're thinking about this yeah instead of just like
1: Depression, more common anxiety. everyday and, things yeah. that a lot of people deal with.
2: Yes, maybe that's part of the problem because even until now, mm-hmm. when we, um, this is really interesting. When I, when I, like you know, because so I started off, like you know with my medication mm-hmm. and my therapy in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I never really know what what it's like to be mentally ill in China was until I came. I I went back to my home. Mm-hmm. And we found out that even until now, they're still curing the psychopaths, like literally, like like, like psychiatric disorder mm-hmm. and common
1: like depression, like,
2: mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. just mental health order in one
1: place. Oh, they're treating it all in the same location or yes. office. Yes. So that, like,
2: and then, and that was. And we yeah. Yeah, and we live in Shanghai. It's not like some little small town. Yeah. It's that develops the country yeah. like city in China, but they're still treating them under the same roof, just in two different buildings.
1: Interesting.
2: So yeah. that makes
1: you feel kind of uncomfortable.
2: I think that's what people view because you see people going inside uh-huh. and then you're when you're the one who's going inside, that's different. But then when right. people see all these people going inside well, and also we we see a lot of children, you know, it's not just like, like a lot older of older people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like young people who are teenagers mm-hmm. or just maybe like 20-ish mm-hmm. you know, college students. Mm-hmm. And we see a lot of them and they look absolutely normal. They're not psychopaths. Yeah. They're yeah. not like, you know, they're not having a problem. They just have mental health issues. But then when you go into the building, people just kind of category you, categorize right. you. Right. It's like one of them. Right. You know, yeah. So that's why I think there's this whole misinformation and mm-hmm. just like lack of a knowledge. perception that, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The way it looks is not really the way it is. Yeah. I think our daughter's not severely mm-hmm. disabled or having severe mental health problems. or just more common frequent issues um i mean first we we try to push it down
2: and then second we we treat them under the same like category yeah so to combine it's like making it yeah
0: yeah true mom says
2: it's and like before i was sick she didn't Mm -hmm. know that but then after i was sick, we kind of know that People going through each stages of life have some kind of issue. So yeah. they might be depressed mm-hmm. just by just mm-hmm. because a period is coming. Yeah. Or yeah. Just because there's a season change because it's cold and then people are feeling depressed. That's and right. that's absolutely normal. Right. But then like I think back in there, people just don't think about this way. hmm Yeah. Until you're really,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that one in three people have anxiety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it could be your period. It could be winter depression, seasonal depression. It doesn't
2: have to be, like, anxiety, anxiety. Right. I mean, mean, like, they have general anxiety or even just, like, acrophobia or like Mm -hmm. that's kind of anxiety too Mm -hmm. or like your fear of spider
1: Mm -hmm. i mean you know like yeah yeah. fears of different things dogs uh yeah bridges heights whatever i mean
2: that's that's anxiety too but then people are overthinking it thinking that it's a mental disorder yeah
1: people used to say oh therapy's for someone crazy yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like really it's it's rarely there aren't a lot of crazy people out there. Yes, know. Yeah. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. normal
0: people.
2: Mom says, like her, her like conclusion of my experience mm-hmm. is: first, when you notice these things happening, is first you have to have the right knowledge of it. You have to view it per, like the right impression, the, the right way. And, mm-hmm, yeah, you, know, you have to deal yeah. with mm-hmm. it the right way. So view, you know, mm-hmm. you. So first of all, you have your knowledge. Mm -hmm. and second you have your resolution Mm -hmm. your your action Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's what really I think cure me because we know that okay we face this correctly and we use the right method Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. and to be honest I feel like that's the way of dealing everything Mm -hmm. not just mental health Mm -hmm. issues but also like if you broke your leg so first mm-hmm. of all, you know you broke your leg mm-hmm. and you have to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and then you do a surgery. Yeah. So you know your your perspective yeah. and then your actions. And that's the way to deal yeah. you know, not just health problem, but also mass problems, your yeah. life problem. Your car is broken. You, you know your car is broken and you try to call, mm-hmm. you know, the truck over or something to kind of fix it mm-hmm. or you go to the auto shop. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. the mental
2: health case with the families and teenagers, it's more because we don't have the right perceptions. Right. Or we, we have mm-hmm. the right perception, but we don't know that our, even though our intentions are possibly be good because I know every parent love their child children dearly that mm-hmm. their intentions are good, but their presci- pres- their approach might be. Yeah. Just, you know, it's just different. Yeah. It's like I mean it's not correct or incorrect. Yeah. It's more kind of like, you know, what what's
1: right for you? Yeah. You know? That's a great point. And mm-hmm. you know, it makes me think of finding that balance between you don't want to exaggerate your child's problems, but you don't want to minimize them either. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a common struggle that parents have is, you know, I've, I've had some very well-meaning parents say to their kids, oh, honey, don't worry. Everyone feels this way. Yeah. And I'm sitting here seeing a teenager that's severely depressed mm-hmm. and the parent might be trying to normalize it and make it not a big deal. Like, oh, everybody hates themselves and doesn't want to look at pictures or doesn't want to look at themselves in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, no, this is severe. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. But they're, they're trying to be helpful. Yeah. So you don't want to minimize it. And act like, oh, this is not a big deal, but you also don't want to exaggerate it either. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think my best advice on that for people, parents who were confused about how to approach it would be to give their child the benefit of the doubt and assume that it's a big deal if they're saying it's a big deal mm-hmm. and assume it's a problem. And until you maybe see evidence that it's not, but usually yep. it is, mm-hmm. it really is a big problem. Mm-hmm. And when you start listening to the story or even telling your own story, you start realizing this makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in your case, maybe, and you can speak to um, this. I know we we don't have a lot of time left, mm-hmm. but you're here in another country. So you don't have that love and support from your parents the way that you would if you were in China. Mm-hmm. So you're losing a big piece of the puzzle of people that pour into you and fill your bucket and fill Mm -hmm. your tank. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, sometimes you have really great friends and sometimes you don't have supportive friends. Everybody's Mm -hmm. too busy. I've heard other Chinese students saying this before, you know, my friends are too busy to listen. Everybody's so stressed. Everybody's trying so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, or you, you know, you might just have a year where, the people in your dorm or the people in your class just aren't your tribe and you don't click with them that yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And then you have things like COVID or maybe st- classes you don't like, or you didn't get the part in the school play or yeah, the, you have. didn't make the mm-hmm. team. And so when you start listening and and thinking through what your child's going through, a lot of times it starts to make sense. Like it, I'm lonely. I'm not sleeping well. I don't have anything to do on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in myself with my grades or my like, sports. Yeah, or, or
2: I don't love what I'm doing right now, even though I yeah. pretend I am. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it's really normal. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. it makes sense once mm-hmm. you start talking yeah. about what are all the things in your life that are not going well a lot of times it starts to make sense how it adds up into, I have anxiety or I'm Mm -hmm. depressed. And then if you're not sleeping well Mm -hmm. or you're so depressed, you're not as friendly Mm -hmm. or you're not talking to people, then you don't have as many friends because you're not yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you get more lonely and then you're not going to exercise. The vicious cycle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's starting over.
1: It It builds on itself. Yeah. Um, well, I know we're probably short on time. Mm -hmm. Um, do you all um, have any thoughts you'd like to share? Um, as far as I know, like, right before we started recording, your mom said something like it's all about love. Mm-hmm. And and we, you didn't get to elaborate on that.
2: So what she means by, like, you know, when the family facing this problem, that the love, we put it in. She's saying that, you know, after... You know we all love each other as a family members mm-hmm. or we love our friends we love our mm-hmm. like the you know whatever we love and then what she's saying is that after i'm sick she started to wondering about what's her relationship with my dad mm-hmm. because they they was you know, my mom started thinking, or maybe because we're too busy because they both have jobs mm-hmm. and they they never actually talk to us about what they envisioned us to be. Or like how does their in relationship impact our like the children? Like maybe they weren't
1: having enough conversations. Yes.
2: Yeah. And then also like um after that, you know, we, we kind of started to think about okay, so like what do you, I want my children to be, and what we have to accept is that, you know, your children, even though you love them dearly, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: And we, Amen.
2: And then we we all know that, like you know, for example, my brother is good at making friends. Mm-hmm. I don't have that many friends because I'm kind of quiet compared to you. You're him. not as social. Yeah, yes. but he he makes friends. But then when it comes to like little gritty problems that has to be solved, I'm good at it because I'm more patient. Right. Um, and also because I'm a girl. That's your superpower. Yeah. And then her, my brother will just go blow it up.
1: You know. So <laughs> make a few mistakes, yeah. but he's very social. Yeah, but
2: but he's okay with it because he, he's happy, you know. Mm. So even even until now, we kind of envision and we think, start to thinking about. You know, like um, we love each other dearly, but then when we, because we have the love, because we're willing to love each other, and this love can make us change. Hmm. That, you know what what she really means is that after I was sick, like because of the love she has towards me and the love she has towards the whole family and all that, we're willing to say, you know, what's our family's. Plan is going to be for the
1: you know in the future. You stop and reflect on yeah, what really yeah. matters and what direction are we going in? Yeah, and yeah.
2: then that, that cannot be a, like achieved be- if without love because we you no know, if we didn't even like want to f- fix the problem or even want to solve the problem, we couldn't even do it without love being existing. Mm. So that's that's what she's trying to say.
1: That's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. that.
2: so mom thinks like instead of spending so many so much time trying to think about what's what's other stuff that's out there people really uh, all they have to do is just like you know like usually children hate family meetings which i i kind of don't like family meetings because it feels weird (laughs) yeah and all that stuff my kids do too yeah but but like you know, like, usually, yeah, but then usually that, you know, even though the children don't, like, you know, they They resist it, yeah, they resist (laughs) it, or they don't even have to be present sometimes, Uh because all you have to do is, like, reflect on yourself, and then also you can grab your partner, like, your husband or your wife, and then start thinking about it together, when you can realize that oh like are we going to the wrong way or like was this what we envision Stop and at reevaluate first?
1: yeah
2: and i mean sometimes the children doesn't even have to be present because they will feel like there's a change in you oh yeah so they know you know we're changing into this track okay i have to adjust it will still, <laughs> still benefit me. whether they're there or not <laughs> yes so like it sometimes it doesn't take the whole family meeting yeah it just takes you or like maybe someone else Mm. But then mostly it's you because when one people start changing, yeah, usually, you know, the, the family will change just because of that.
1: Well, I could see that before we started recording that you liked the idea of a wake up call. And that's where I think it's loving sometimes when something bad happens. And Mm -hmm. I say that with quotes, Mm -hmm. something bad can be a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. because it wakes you up and Mm -hmm. has you reevaluate what really matters. So
2: we have a saying in China that um, usually it's basically what you said, you know, we we start out with the trouble or like the the issue, Uh but then we but then we find out it's not the trouble it's actually a blessing or like it's actually a you know a, a good thing that we're facing wow. and sometimes we don't you know we don't know whether it's a blessing or it's an issue right but then usually it's you know and we also have the saying that 就是, 是否不是火, 是火等过, 不, 我觉得应该是这样, but, so but, just, but then yeah, but then still we have the other saying that if um <laughs> <laughs> if, if guys there, the door yeah, door. If, if, there, if there's a saying, so if if there is an issue, you couldn't really get get it over with because it's an yeah. issue, it's a problem. But then the other way to interpret it because it's basically saying that you have to fix a problem because it's not going away.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: it's there for a reason. Yes. 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 So,
0: so,
2: so, so yeah, it's kind of like you're so navigating so on the, the sea, way, you see a rock there, like, will you go straight to the rock? Okay. No, you turn around and then mm, go over yeah. with it. But then people, you know, it's saying it's it's easy to say it. They're actually doing it because Mm -hmm. people see that rock, they just blindly cross it and then your ship is rocked Mm -hmm. and everybody else on the ship is going to sink. That's like, you know, that's a mental problem because, for example, here's the issue. And then your family is a boat and you're touching that rock and then everybody is in the water now. And the one who has like low immune system is going to get the cold first.
1: Mm. Yeah, we think we're not going to make those silly mistakes but or those stupid mistakes, yes. but we do.
2: Yeah, but mm-hmm. we, we see the rock, we still bump to it, and our ship is wrecked. And all we have to do is turn our wheels beforehand uh-huh. mm-hmm, and just avoid it. But mm-hmm. people just, you know, we, I mean, at first it's easy for our family to say because uh-huh. we're like, that's like, you know, that's like that's stupid. Who will make that mistake? Right. But then when you actually bump into that rock, you
1: know there's a the problem. That's where we should all be very humble mm-hmm. and just stop and think. I am definitely making mistakes as a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely making mistakes as a human. Mm-hmm. Let me stop and think about what those mistakes are, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we can't do it all. Yeah. I mean, yes. I have a podcast yeah. on yes. that. You can't be good at everything. Yes. It's hard it... to work and cook and yes. have the energy to talk to your kids every night and yeah. to deal with their bad teenage mm-hmm. attitudes. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're way better than yeah. normal, Mira, yeah. I think. I don't live with you, but. Yeah.
0: So you um, so he- 我觉得, and
1: she, she says like
2: um like finally she wants to touch that you acceptance is really mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. it's really all about acceptance once you start accepting it the rest can just flow you know once you start accepting that you, you will try to fix it mm-hmm. so what's really hard and what's really is important as you start to accept this well, not mm-hmm. only the fact about, you know, your children is sick, your family is going the wrong way, there's some mistake in your, you know, whole, like, childhood
1: track or, like, yeah. you know,
2: yeah. or your future plans.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of, it is what it is. Yeah, you have to deal with yeah, it. But yes. then life is hard. Yeah. We're all going to struggle. Mm-hmm. We're all going to make mistakes. Yes, Yes.
2: But then that's the highlight. You just, once you start accepting, you know, the resistance the, yeah. is out of the way. Yeah, and, you can, deal and then with then you can deal with things, and you can actually make, you know, your family more healthier, or even have a more stronger relationship, or mm. a better relationship, even. So, like for example, if you never talk to your dad face to face about something, mm-hmm. but then after we, like after we have accepted it, we sit down and we actually start talking about it. It's gonna make the relationship better.
1: Right. Everyone's healthier.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. So she, did, she said she doesn't know about all the other families, like you know, whatever the problems they're dealing, mm-hmm. or like how they deal with it. Mm-hmm. But she think after going through this from experience that you just have to start off with, you know, knowing the fact, accepting the fact, encourage, encouragement, mm-hmm. was like or, and support.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and then you go to solve the problems and Mm -hmm. all that Mm -hmm. so that's what she's really found out
1: about this that's so good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i wish we had a little more time to bring up this topic but i'll just touch on it real quick i think that there can be guilt and and worry like guilt to talk about family problems Mm -hmm. or guilt to talk about your problems and you feel like you're not being loyal if you go say oh, my dad was really critical of me or Mm -hmm. my mother was always working and never gave me any hugs or something. You feel guilty. A lot of people will say, I feel bad for saying anything negative, but I think it's important to process our pain and our reality. I mean... It's just a fact. If you didn't get a lot of hugs from a parent or if a parent drank too much, Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to feel guilty for sharing a fact Mm -hmm. and how that affected you. You know, that's your story. So I think that could be an interesting topic. Maybe we'll do another time, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but when you talk about your pain, a lot of times it just divides it in half Mm -hmm. and it helps you organize it. Yes. So I think it just takes so much courage and, um, Y'all are both so nice to come and share this story and what has helped you and how your perspective has changed. It's really a beautiful perspective that you have.
2: Mm-hmm. She's saying, saying that, you know, we we want to do this mostly because she knows that a lot of families are dealing with th- this issue. Mm-hmm. That's first thing. And mm-hmm. second, she, she knows that Children or teenagers who are suffering are always suffering more than what parents think they're suffering mm-hmm. Because yeah. they're the one who's actually getting sick right. And those people yeah. can feel what they're feeling like. Yeah, they can't read their minds yeah. or yeah. be in their yeah. bodies yes. Yeah, so that's why she feel like there's more emphasis There should be more emphasis on love and support because, you know, you don't even have to try to understand what you're going through, but you just have to be there and that's good enough.
1: Just believe them that yeah. if they're saying they're really suffering, mm-hmm. they are. And yeah. it would be much better to assume they're v- really struggling and mm-hmm. suffering than yes. to say, oh, you're being silly or get over it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because that can lead to yeah, really I mean, severe problems. I, at first, you know, at
2: first we I started this because I was talking to myself and I started telling her that. At first, we were like, you know, well, me, myself, didn't actually believe I, I was having a problem. So I was like, no, it's fine. You know, mm. people have to not... Age. You were downplaying yeah. it yeah. yourself. Yes, and then she, she was a little bit because we didn't think it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't have any other signs. I just talk to myself, mostly mm-hmm. because I'm lonely and it's COVID,
0: COVID mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So I don't
2: have nobody to talk to, that's why. <gasps> yeah. And that's how it started. But then we downplayed it until we actually mm-hmm. found out that, okay, here's a problem. It's it's actually not just talking to myself anymore. It's just like, I'm crying every day for hours and I don't want to socialize or like, you know, I I don't want to talk to people. I'm afraid I'm being like not applying or not responding well. And then I'm like depressed, I lost motivation. And, you know, I cut myself because I lose two points on my- You were self-harming over a grade. yeah, Yeah or like suicidal thoughts and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's that's when it actually became a problem. So I think if there's ever advice other than trying to be loving and supporting, is that don't try to downplay it, I guess, mm-hmm. from the start. It's easier to say, okay, you go to the counseling, you're like, there's no problem. It's better this way, then when you go to the counselor and says
1: okay you have a problem right right exactly Mm -hmm. let the counselor say okay oh you know this is a mild issue or this is a really major
2: or there's like no issues like you know like easy like just for for me it's easier to just go go there and just say okay i have this and this and this and let's see like you know what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. and you know even though i'm like Sometimes parents will say, You're just doing this because you want to skip class. <laughs> but then, actually doing it and compared to, well, skipping a class and comparing to your like actually, actually having a problem, mm-hmm. it's actually
1: like way less. Right. Yeah. Missing a class is mm-hmm. less of a problem than actually like ignoring f- your yeah. depression mm-hmm. or, or your ignoring anxiety. whatever problem you have. Yeah. 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 That's good.
2: Okay. Okay. Like teenagers or children, even, or even college oh, yeah. students, you know, um, facing the problem because their environment has been changing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: not only just like your parents are doing this and that, or you have new friends, or you are going from elementary school to middle school, or mm-hmm. from high school to college. So, that's mostly because the environmental factors
1: are influencing. Mm -hmm. yeah life changes so much during that age but then also all the strange things that have happened with covid and the the economy and and jobs yeah so So that's why
2: teenagers usually have this whole like depression phase mostly because we're just dealing with the changes which is totally normal it's kind of like what you said you know we just deal with the normal daily lives problems Mm -hmm. and maybe that became depression or anxiety but that's know part of our life.
1: Yeah such a big time of change. Mm
2: -hmm. So children are children because Mm -hmm. well children are called children because they're immature, they're children, they're minors, you know they're Mm -hmm. like the vulnerable ones. Mm -hmm. So you know we parents cannot just assume that they can deal their own problem because they're all grown
1: up. Right, they don't have all the resources and life experience Mm, to make navigate Mm -hmm. the challenges of life, yeah. So that's why
2: we parents have to provide any necessary support and love to give it to them. Mm -hmm. And as I said, you don't even have to understand what they're going through, you just have to be there. You know, from, from my personal experience, you know, me. Like me as a patient, I might not want to tell my mom, okay, I have this problem because I don't want to say it anymore. Because I probably told you Mm -hmm. and I told my psychologist or psychiatrist and I don't want to say that again. Mm -hmm. That's part of my reason. But Mm -hmm. then like I, you know, so like she she doesn't even have to understand what I'm going through. She just have to be there. She was like, okay, let me know if you need anything. And that's Mm -hmm. like good enough.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Because a parent could shut their child down mm-hmm. just by saying, counseling is stupid, medicine is terrible for you, mm-hmm. and they don't even give their child a chance to try it mm-hmm. or to think through it. They just shoot it down, and then the child maybe trusts or respects their parent and just says, okay, well, I'll never try that then because they think it's stupid mm-hmm. or they think it's weak, and um, and then they don't. Maybe get mm-hmm. help because... Yeah. They believe their parents. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you again so much for doing this. And I'm just so proud of how hard you have worked and how how much healthier you've gotten. Yeah. And I'm really proud of your parents for supporting you and, you know, really encouraging you to be as healthy as you can and to value your health and your happiness and mm-hmm. not just your achievement. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: the most important thing is also accepting yourself yes, yes. not just parents yes. accepting it you you yourself have to accept it
1: i agree completely
2: mm-hmm. yes. okay okay thank you thank you, thank you.